remove words like hope, I wish, I want, I can't, I try from your vocabulary as often as you can. Rewire your mind to leverage more actionable words like will, can, and made. You'll start to immediately notice a big difference in how you talk to yourself and how you speak toward your ambitious moves in life that you're making. The Side Hustlers Perspective Podcast is fuel for your mind and creative grind. Each week, we break down the art of healthy hustling, getting out of your own way, and growing your creative business. What's going on? You're listening to episode 241 of the Side Hustlers Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Scotty Russell, and my mission is to help you bet big on your creative pursuits, especially if you want to turn your side hustle into your main hustle. That's what we're doing here. You can follow along with all my latest art design and tips on mindset, motivation, and marketing on Instagram at Coach Scotty Russell and all things podcast at Side Hustlers Perspective. Today's overview. Yes, the podcast and the show is all about giving you actionable tips to grow your creative pursuits. However, my goal over the years since this started as originally a blog has always been to transparently share the highs and the lows along the way, as well as to break down what is and isn't working for me as a creative business owner who's also a family man who also has his own side hustles. Yes, I am a creative side hustle coach, helping creators build their side hustle, and I too have my own side hustles, which are in this season, drawing NFTs and crypto. Starting to overlap a little bit, but that's not what this is about today. I'm learning a lot about myself this year and the current season that I'm in. I'm not going deep into every enlightening light bulb moment that I've had this year, because next week I'll be sharing those top lessons learned, uh, running my second year of a full-time creative business, and I'll share all that next week if you're interested. The big takeaway today that I'm focusing on is how creating is the key for me to get the most juice from this squeeze of life, this game that we're playing of life. You know, how can I get as much juice as possible every day that I come and squeeze this juicy lemon of life? I don't know if that makes sense, but try to get the most juice for this squeeze. And creating is one major key that I found that unlocks fulfillment within yourself, your work and your life, unlocks a productive escape from the daily hardship unlocks a deeper connection with yourself and others. It also unlocks new skills, big ideas, clarity, and confidence. And finally, I feel like creating is a key that unlocks the next level of your overall potential. But creating doesn't solely refer to art or design within this episode. To me, that's just one branch from this tree that we're climbing today. And that's why we're going to break down the five branches of creating. And I'm sure you could think of more, but this is just what kind of like came out of my head as I wrote this. But simply put, you were created to create. But if you're not creating, then you must be essentially passively existing and dying, right? If you're not creating, what else are you doing? So let's live a little and make our finite existence as a creator worthwhile here. Before we get started, could you do me a favor, please, and share the good word with your family, your friends, or your following? It'd mean the world to me if you took a screenshot or a video of you working to this or listening to this in the background. Tag me on Instagram stories at Side Hustlers Perspective, and I can reconnect and share the love back. So as always, keep an open mind and act on anything that inspires you today. Let's go. All right. So the five branches of creating that I've kind of brain dumped here as I wrote this out today are one, the act of making and sharing for your soul. Two, the act of building with your mind and your hands. Three, the act of creating moments and experiences. 
four, the act of manifesting your reality, and five, the act of nurturing relationships. So let's get started in the first one. Number one, creating for your soul. I'm gonna guess here that the majority of listeners are visual artists. I feel one of the biggest wins you could have as a visual artist is to truly connect with yourself and your work and connect with other people through your work. And if you're not an artsy fartsy creative, there's some form of creating for the soul I'm sure that you'll relate to that you can just correlate and parallel to this here. And it doesn't matter if anyone likes your work in the beginning. That's not the point. The point is to find and share yourself and your work. To me, that's the major key. Otherwise, why would you be creating and sharing your work if you're not vibing to what you do? What's the point? Before you can create for others, I personally feel in my opinion that you have to learn how to create for yourself in order to find yourself. How can you create for others if you don't know how to create for yourself and find yourself within your work? In this season, I'm realizing how I can't thrive when there's a gaping hole in my soul when art isn't present. I'm not fully connected to myself when I'm not creating for my soul first. And I talked about this more in depth in episode 234. Don't forget to play before you work your life away. That one seemed to really struck a nerve with a lot of people who just focus on the business aspect and they forget to create for their soul. They forget to play. And I realize I'm a better coach, I'm a better podcaster, a better dad-da, a better husband, a better friend, etc. when I make time to connect to myself through drawing and illustration. And currently I've made a commitment to draw at least 10 to 30 minutes minimum a day. Some days I may only get like five minutes in if I'm being honest with how many things are on my plate these days and I'm trying to get off. But these small spurts of creating can become podcast episode feature artwork like today's artwork. They can be turned into minted NFTs, which this artwork's probably going to be. Yeah, I'm really vibing to this artwork here. They can just be one-off social media posts. If I have an idea, just execute it quick and get it out there. It could also just be simply crafting or sketch sessions with my kiddos. And currently, me and my son, we're drawing uh, his nighttime bedtime characters. You know, we got Reggie the robot, King David the hand, and Scotty's in every episode. You know, it's Scotty the spooky semi, man. He, he loves this. We got Reggie the robot bird. We got all these characters. They're great. You know, I have so much fun with this and they're just for me and him. They're not for anyone else. Or these small spurts of creating can simply live as tiny thumbnail sketches that no one will ever see but me, you know, like on uh, a post-it note or a napkin, whatever. But making time to create is crucial for my well-being. And for right now, I could care less if I made a dime off my artwork. I could care less. It's about me connecting with me and my artist identity during this season. You know, reinventing myself as the coach, entrepreneur, dad, podcaster, and creative side hustler who's also an artist. So before we move on to number two, I just want to ask you, what are you creating right now that feeds your soul? Is it alive and well, or are you too missing this key like I've been missing? So number two, creating as an outlet. I never realized how important having other outlets were to me until this year. Outlets as in something outside of creating for my soul, which is my art, as well as creating for my business, which is the podcast, the funnels, the student exercises, the keynote speeches, the content, etc., Sometimes you just need to build an alternative escape for no other reason than to experience some joy, unload some stress, or get your mind and your body right. And during this season, creating something outside of art and biz for me involves building forts and Legos and blocks with my kids. I love it. 
It looks like revamping my studio space with, of course, Wifey's help. She's got the eye for that interior design game. She's crushed it for me. Shout out to Wifey. As well as decorating our house for holidays. You know, that's a form of creating for me. Like, I can stand back and look at this dope lighting setup that we have. Like, the dopest on the block. You know, I can be proud of that. I'm also creating a crypto portfolio, growing my crypto nest egg, as well as teaching others along the way. You know, that's just another side hustle of me, creating as an outlet. And the final one, creating as an outlet, is just working hard to create the version of myself from a physical, mental, spiritual appearance, I guess, that I always felt was out of reach via going to the gym, walking, getting myself in check in the kitchen, you know, nutrition in the kitchen and just self-care, sleeping, taking care of myself, helping me tap into that version of myself that felt out of reach. So for you, creating as an outlet could be gardening, fishing, playing an instrument. Maybe you want to learn the trombone, woo! or even maybe you just want to start building some bird feeders for shits and gigs. Whatever it is, I feel like having some type of outlet not tied to your work or your creative identity can help us squeeze the max juice out of life. Number three, creating moments and experiences. Prepare for some pure cheesy cheese curds here. We'll get a little cheesy, that's okay. Never hurt anyone. But the act of creating moments and experiences helps you appreciate the present daily grind of life because this shit is a grind. And this year particularly for me has been an emotional roller coaster, but I'm not gonna put you on that up and down sad ride right now but as I write this section it's really putting into perspective and making me realize how dope and incredibly blessed I am and I'm grateful for this I'm glad I wrote this out pardon the cheese but I've been able to create some stupidly rad experiences in 2021 the top one I got to take my dad to a field of dreams game where we watched the Yankees and the White Sox play in our backyard of Iowa my dad's been a lifelong Yankees fan never got to see them play so that was like a powerful experience. He cried when I told him I got the tickets. It was pretty dope. Also, I got to go to my first Buccaneers home game. A huge Tampa Bay fan since like 95, 96, the orange creamsicle days where I got to see the GOAT. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm cheering on Tom Brady these days. Got to watch him carve up the Falcons and take my wife to a much needed vacation in Florida. First time without the kiddos. Like that was a huge highlight this year. And also like after that, I got to watch my previously number five ranked Iowa Hawkeyes play while getting to participate in the infamous first quarter wave to the children's hospital right behind the stadium like that was a powerful moment and I will know I'm a pretty frugal Frank I'm a frugal dude but I've worked my biscuits off over the years paying off debt and saving and I realized everything I just mentioned before cost cheddar I get that totally get that in the past I would have never been able to have these type of opportunities but I'm just acknowledging how hella fortunate I am that I could reap the benefits of my hard work of the slow and steady grind over the years. However, there's a ton of experience I created this year that didn't cost me a shiny nickel at all, nor a penny, a polished penny or a shiny nickel. It didn't cost me anything. And those experiences are I got to coach hundreds of students and watch them make insane transformations with their side hustles. I got to play hooky with my kiddos a few times this year and we just acted a fool all day, you know, them and their dad die being silly. And I got to link up with my friends and family multiple times throughout the year just to catch up. It was great. Life is hard. It's extra hard to get through the day-to-day -day grind when you're not creating moments to live for. Cut the cheese on that now. Number four, creating your future. I'm a pretty woo-woo guy at times. You'd know that if you've been listening for a while, but I truly believe that your thoughts, your words, and your actions have power. 
what you say, think, or feel, or do positively or negatively shapes your reality. The world is a mirror. Every action you take or lack of action you take creates your future. Personal development and rewiring your mind to win are important areas to invest in. It's why this show is more mindset than anything. Yes, layer on tons of actionable advice and tips, but I'm a mindset coach at the end of the day. The level of your success rarely outpaces your personal development. You know, that's a butchered quote from Jim Rohn. But especially if you want to become that far-fetched version of yourself, crushing the big dreams you feel that are out of reach, personal development and rewiring your mind, those are keys. And those are keys to creating your version of yourself you want to become. So if that interests you, check out episode 225, which kicks off a three-part series all about rewiring your mind to win. And last tip before I move on, this is what I work on with my students all the time. They're not allowed to use these words in front of me. Remove words like hope, I wish, I want, I can't, I try from your vocabulary as often as you can. Rewire your mind to leverage more actionable words like will, can, and made you'll start to immediately notice a big difference in how you talk to yourself and how you speak toward your ambitious moves in life that you're making. Number five, creating relationships. I say it often, but behind every door opportunity is a person holding that door open. You'll hear that 50 million times on this episode or on this podcast, because it's true. Relationships are everything. I wouldn't be here where I'm at today without relationships. I'm not saying you need a million friends to succeed, how to win friends and influence people. Like I'm not saying that's the key. I'm saying sparking conversations, nurturing relationships, and providing value to people without expecting anything in return will get you hella far in life. Sure, I've created a lot of opportunities for myself over the years. I found success by taking action. But the opportunities came from someone I must have interacted with favorably, favorably in some type of way. So every day is an opportunity to continue to build a deeper relationship with another human being or even animals. Like I'm a cat dad of three. I love animals. You never know who's going to hire you, become a customer, become a true fan, a brand ambassador, a new great friend that can provide an opportunity one day for you. And here's a tip. Pretty common sense here, but don't be an asshole. Kindness is going to get you farther. As well as I want to make sure to stress the importance of building better relationships with your kids, your significant other, your family, and your friends. These are just as important, okay? Not in terms of opportunities, but just building relationships in general. That way you're building an empire and you have someone to look back that's supporting and cheering you on that you can share the fruits of your hard labor with. All right, let's lay in the play here and summarize this. So you're created to create. To be honest, I didn't really know how this episode was going to go when I started writing it. I didn't know what my main point was going to be. I just wanted to talk about creating is the key, and I had a dope piece of art. And I wanted this to be important and mean something. And it wasn't until I started writing this that I started to figure it out. Actually, it figured itself out, which happens a lot. You know, I just go into something and just ride with it, ride the wave. And this show is more than just making cool shit and growing a creative business. Those are just small pieces to this puzzle that we're building. I'm more focused on living a big-ass life and making the most of my finite existence on this floating rock in space. To me, these five branches of creating give me that rooted foundation to just build a dope life I'm proud of that I can enjoy. It gives each day I roll out of bed purpose as I live life on purpose with intent. So I roll out of bed on purpose and live life on purpose, not by accident. You were created to create, so 
Cheers to living life as a creator. There is nothing better. Hope you enjoyed this fiery little solo episode. Some of these are my favorites. Plus, I love getting a chance to just create some artwork for them again. So stay tuned next week for top lessons learned during my second year of running my full-time creative biz. I think you're going to find a lot of helpful takeaways to apply to your own daily grind to get you further ahead than where you were today. You can find the full episode information and read it as a blog post containing all links and references in the show notes within your current podcast listening app in this episode 241. And as I sign off, I got to give a huge shout out to the podcast team. We got Anya, Paige, Hannah, Colton, love Jared joining the team soon, as well as Bluka for making this show possible. I appreciate you all. And as you finish off your week strong, I want to continue to encourage you to keep showing up, keep putting in the work and keep creating. You got this.